0: Hey everybody, we are back for episode 2
1: of the podcast Senseless 2 Cents. I am Tim. I'm Joe, and this is the show where we, we try, you try to make sense of our nonsense. Tim is a huge Marvel fan, and I'm a big DC guy. So we decided it would be cool to do a top 10 of our favorite heroes of our respected brands. With that said, I need to make this crystal clear. I do prefer DC over Marvel. But well, that doesn't mean I hate Marvel. I respect Marvel and I love reading X Men, Fantastic Four, Amazing Spider Man, Excalibur, Punisher, Man Thing, New Mutants, etc., etc. And then Tim doesn't hate DC.
0: No, oh, yeah, I, I, I've been a big fan of both for a long time. I guess Marvel is just kind of a slight preference. Um, you know, growing up, I would lean into their comics a little bit more. And, uh, certainly the movie franchise. Now that that's out, uh, I've been a bigger fan of the MCU than the, uh, the DC universe, but uh, I do have a, a healthy respect for, for your basic DC heroes, your Batman's your Superman, uh, you know, green lantern, Aquaman to a certain extent and, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I definitely enjoy both and looking forward to, to jumping in here. Um, so what we did is came up with a top 10 for for both of us. I've got top 10 of my favorite. Uh, these are not necessarily the ones that I feel are most powerful in the Marvel Universe or anything like that. There's just ones that I like the most for various reasons. And some of these are influenced by uh, the movies, the movie franchise that's out. Some of them are influenced by animated series that we would watch growing up or comic books. It's just kind of pulling from all Marvel sources. And then Joe went ahead and did the same for for the DC side of things.
1: And uh, this is a single character list. No teams or affiliates. Just single characters. So,
0: Yeah, uh, so I'll go ahead and kick it off here. I've got my number 10 in the Marvel Universe as Black Panther. Uh, this is one that was definitely influenced by the movie franchise. I knew very little about Black Panther prior to. I didn't really pay much attention to the character uh, when I was younger or anything. But I, I, I really enjoyed a lot of the uh, the themes and things that were going on in the movie and stuff. Like the uh, uh, passing of the torch sort of thing from King T'Challa and uh, everything like I, I don't I, I just uh became interested and fascinated in in that whole that Wakanda world.
1: My my thing about that movie is I wasn't the biggest fan of that movie, but Michael B Jordan was amazing as a villain in that movie. Oh, like, he crushed it. He he's one of the the best live action villains I've seen in in movies. It, he's just great. That that that's what I loved about that movie. If we had a top 10 Marvel's villain list and I was right in it. For movie-wise, he may be on that list. But, no doubt.
0: So uh, we'll kick it over to Joe on his side of things.
1: Uh, who you got at number 10? Okay, my list has a lot of guys that people may not have heard of, heard of so I'm going to do a little description for the ones that are like more obscure. So uh, my number 10 starts off with Booster Gold. He didn't start off as a hero, but slowly became one. For those who don't know, he was from the future and he went back in time using knowledge of the past to manipulate himself into becoming a hero, but he eventually became a hero. So yeah, <laughs> that's my number ten.
0: <laughs> right on. Moving on to number nine in the Marvel universe, Doctor Strange for me. Uh, this is another one I didn't have a lot of background prior to you know Marvel releasing. I don't even know what they're up to right now, the 25 movies or whatever they're up to, but uh, really, really enjoyed Doctor Strange. Uh, and, uh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank on his name,
1: the actor. Oh, I know what I watch Sherlock all the time. Um, Cumberbatch. Yeah, I've been into
0: Cumberbatch. Yeah. So his his portrayal of the character, the ability to control time, just the, the concepts and things in, in the movie, uh, I was really drawn to, and I thought that they did a really good job with... Uh, um, the CGI of it and the you know presentation, I thought was was really good.
1: If you if you are a fan of the character and you want to see more like live action stuff from a different perspective, they made this. They had the rights to Doctor Strange in the nineties and they made a movie about it, but then they lost rights in the middle of filming, so they changed a few aspects of it and called the movie Doctor Morbid. But I suggest you watch it. It's actually a really good watch. It's a rated R movie, obviously, sure. and, yeah, I suggest you can give it a check out. So, back to DC at number nine here. I know Tim, this is one of Tim's, one of Tim's favorite DC guys, if he had a DC list, Nightwing. Dick Grayson is probably, arguably, the best Robin ever, and then when he branched off on his own and just protected the streets of Bloodhaven, you just don't get better than that, like, he's awesome. <laughs>
0: No, oh, it's a rock solid pick, and I, I kind of like how you're you know, branching off a little bit. If if I were to make a list of DC, it would be very much the mainstream guys, and that's kind of what my list is for Marvel too. But you're doing, you know, the kind of like ancillary characters and whatnot. So
1: yeah, I, I, as you know, I read a lot of comics. <laughs>
0: yeah, right on. Uh, number eight, I've got Deadpool. Uh, love Deadpool's. Uh, you know, witty character, the sarcasm, the, uh, you know, the banter and stuff like that. And it, it just the unkillable force that he is, is, is just kind of a, a cool visual on screen. And, uh, and a number of things that they do in
1: the comics and stuff with them are, are really fun too. Well, that's going to be interesting too. You heard about Deadpool three, right? It's, yeah. it's going to take place in the Marvel cinematic universe, but it's still going to be a sequel to the first Fox ones, but it's going to be a different continuity, which makes absolutely no sense. So the, obviously, it's just going to be a throwaway line, like, "Hey, this ain't this ain't where I'm used to," or something like that, or "This ain't Fox anymore." I'm sure they'll find a way to banter it, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, my number eight, Zatanna Zatara. She's a ma- uh, magician who is in the Justice League. I think she's one of the most underutilized characters in DC. But anytime she pops up in one of the comics. I'm all over it.
0: Good choice. Good choice. That's that's one. uh, I don't have a lot of uh, background in, so I I think I'm learning a little bit as I go with with your list. Uh, Number seven for me, Marvel, I've got Iron Man, and this is a character that might be higher on my list if it weren't for the fact that and I don't know, I guess I would have to look at the timeline. I, it feels to me like it's, it's a bit of a Batman knockoff. And I don't know which one came first, I guess. Maybe that's just my perception. Oh, Batman
1: came first. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so,
0: you know, eccentric billionaire who's, you know, uh, gadgets and whatnot are, are the stre- the source of his strength and whatnot. So, I really like Iron Man, but can't go any higher than 7 just because it, it's kind of copying.
1: Yeah, later on in my list, we're going to get into what you just said a little more. But right now, my number seven is... You, you ever watch watch the movie Watchmen? No, I actually haven't seen them. Well, that's the movie I suggest you see. So, Warshack is my pick now. I know I probably mispronounce. I always mispronounce his name. But he's another one of those uh, heroes that's on kind of on the fence. He's The entire Watchmen group are heroes that are also not heroes, but they're heroes. But yeah, like, if you haven't... If you haven't watched the movie or read the miniseries, I suggest you read it. It's one of Alan Moore's best work.
0: you to check it out. Also, that uh, that concept of like hero, not hero, anti-hero kind of thing um, kind of segues well into my number six from a different perspective. My, so my number six is kind of the opposite of that. Very much like perhaps no more virtuous hero in the Marvel Universe than... Captain America.
1: I was just about to say, I bet it was Captain America when you said that. (laughs) The Marvel Superman.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just the unshakable resolve in doing what's right and standing up for good. He never wavers. He is the quintessential superhero.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, at first, I wasn't really a big fan of it, of his Boy Scout type character. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, Superman's the same thing, and he's one of my favorites. He's on my list later on, but spoiler alert, but uh, yeah, I I, I I don't hate Captain America, but alright, my number six. Green Arrow. So, he's also another one of those types, like you were talking about, where he Iron Man, Batman, two rich guys with gadgets. But the difference with him is, he went through a lot. He got trapped on a deserted island and had to survive and fight for his life on that island and it wasn't just fighting against nature there's like military forces and all this depending on which story or what if you watch the show arrow like he went through a lot to get to where he is as a hero compared to batman and iron man but yeah
0: <laughs> all right Uh, moving along here we are halfway through i'm at number five here uh, i've got the incredible hulk um I love the duality, the good and evil, the struggle within, you know, Bruce Banner and Hulk struggling to get and keep control over over the vessel uh, of Bruce Banner. Um, Just the powerful force that the Hulk is combined with the mind of Bruce Banner is just, it's always fascinating to watch that unfold too. Uh, Love the Hulk.
1: As a fan of... uh... Classic horror, you know I am. It's got that, you know, the classic Jekyll and Hyde feel to it. Yes. With that said, I love the Incredible Hulk comic books. I love Lou Ferrigno. The movies, though, I, I can't watch them. They're, they're just, I fell asleep watching the first one every time I've watched it. The Universal one. with What's his name? And I don't remember who plays him in that one.
0: Uh, was it like Eric Bana or something?
1: Oh, that, that really skinny short guy, I don't remember what his name was. Like, he played him before he got recast.
0: Oh, Edward Norton.
1: Yeah, Edward Norton. There you go. Yeah, like, I didn't like him as as the Hulk at all. But, yeah. So, my next one, I'm branching these two together kind of like you did in the last list. So, they're interchangeable. My number five and number four are Batman and Superman. And, honestly, I really don't have to tell anybody anything about them. They're literally cultural icons. And, like... They're what made superheroes popular. In fact, they're probably the first two superheroes. I know Superman is, but don't quote me on Batman. There might have been a few in between there before he became out, but everybody knows who Batman and Superman are.
0: Oh, no doubt. Uh, And they would be right at the top of my list if I were making a DC side of things as well. Uh, So for me, uh, that was your... Your five and your four? Is yeah, right? so yeah, go ahead with your so five go, and your four. So well, five was Hulk, so I'll go four here is the Punisher for me. And the Punisher is one one of those kind of anti-hero ones that we were talking about. He's not he's not virtuous by any stretch. He is you know starkly contrasting Captain America's style. But is there any simpler uh, example of uh, a motivation for somebody than frank castle looking to exact revenge for the murder of his family I, he just is out for blood and revenge on anyone who was involved and i mean it's just it's something that makes sense and he's uh you know a character that will stop at nothing to to write those wrong i
1: i love the punisher as i stated that was one of my ones i like the frank castle is Just an amazing character. The comic series, for the most part, minus a few hiccups in there, is a great series. I love the Thomas Jane movie, too, by the way, even though everyone hates it and shits on it for some reason. But uh, I don't like Punisher Warzone. Have you seen that one? No. Yeah, I I didn't like it, so...
0: (laughs) I haven't seen that one. I I do like the Thomas Jane one, though, too. I I thought it was pretty well done. Uh, Especially when it came out, I think it was early 2000s or something, before, like the explosion of other superhero movies. So there wasn't as much of like a script on how this is done. It's just, they kind of did it
1: their own way. Don't quote me on this, but I think 2004 is when it came out. That sounds right. Right. And then that's another one that the villain is just so great in that movie. John Travolta. Mm -hmm. He just, I mean, a lot of his stuff. I don't like Like, I Everyone's like, Oh, he's overrated. But when it comes to like that movie and face off, just amazing actor. Like he's a great bad guy. Yeah,
0: perfect for that. Yeah.
1: So my number three, then, will be uh, Swamp Thing. We don't get many characters like him. He's one of the tragic heroes, a man turned to monster. He's a vegetable-like matter that fights to protect the swamp and the environment. But it's not like a preachy type of thing like, like uh, Captain Planet. It's actually a really dark series, and it's really tragic series. And if you haven't read anything on it, I suggest you read the Alan Moore run of Swamp Thing, because it's amazing.
0: I mean, you just keep you just keep them coming at me with... Uh, I mean, this shows how much I leaned into Marvel when I was growing up, because I this is another character I really don't know much of anything about. I knew that Swamp Thing existed, but uh, yeah, motives and stories and things like that, that, that was all over my head. That sounds interesting, though.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's one of the best comic book series I ever read, so... Uh,
0: coming in at three for me is Thor. Uh... God of thunder the the Norse mythology the I mean just everything about it is such a cool character you know the hammer the lightning the hair that I'm jealous of secretly now <laughs> uh, it just Thor's awesome
1: yeah well Thor I mean this is because I'm a huge Stargate sg1 fan so anytime I think of Thor, I think of this little, big, round-headed alien guy. So anytime I think of Thor, the God of Thunder, that's who I think of. So, like, I don't know. I prefer that Thor over the Marvel Thor. I'm just not a fan of the character. I respect him, but I was just never really a, a fan of his character, especially Fat Thor. Yeah. I, I did not like that character run they had in, uh, what movie was that, Endgame? Endgame, yeah. yeah. I was not a fan yeah, of you that. You could probably
0: spend a 20-minute pod just talking about Fat Thor. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> let's, uh, uh, instead, let's uh, finish up the final two. What do you got it
1: two? All right. Green Lantern. There are many Green Lanterns I could choose for this, too. I mean, I could be choose Hal Jordan, Kyle Ragnar, Alan Scott, Guy Gardner, but no, I'm picking Jon Stewart. He's literally the first African-American superhero to appear in DC Comics. But that's not why he's my choice. He's my choice because I honestly think he's just the most fleshed out character. Like, uh, what's his name? Hal Jordan's more of a Captain America, Boy Scout type one. I think Jon Stewart's more of a down-to-earth type Green Lantern. I don't think that we can
0: bring up Green Lantern without making mention to the god-awful attempt at a movie that they put out with Ryan Reynolds, which really burned me. Because I love Ryan Reynolds. I'd watch almost anything with him in it. And the character of Green Lantern is superb. And they butchered that movie. It was it was awful.
1: Well, I honestly, I re that movie recently, the extended director's cut. And it wasn't as bad as it was the first few times I watched it. The, the I think it's one of those movies that kind of grows on you like a fungus. But it's not it's not a perfect movie in any sense. Like I want to go on and say, "Hey man, go watch the Green Lantern movie. It's a great movie." But if you're a Green Lantern fan, there's aspects of that movie you're going to enjoy. Live action killawog. I mean, you get to see a great Sinestro. So I mean like it's it's got its low points, but I still appreciate the movie for what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, and in fairness, I haven't allowed myself to let that movie in a second time. I watched it once in horror, <laughs> and I didn't go back.
1: Like, it is. Well, that, that's kind of how I feel, feel about the first Avengers movie. Like, a lot of people love that movie, but to me, it's just like, it It was boring. I don't know why. it would, Like, I, I like the... the the Marvel movies, but that one in particular was just, I watched the movie and I'm like, wow, I just wasted two hours and I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on why. Well, I have a theory. I think that that partially goes to the fact that
0: you lean more DC and you weren't as affected by the excitement over because from a Marvel perspective, people were giddy at the thought of these superheroes from different worlds coming together on one stage. It hadn't been done before. It was just wild to be piecing these storylines from different movies all together in one big action movie. Where you're like, eh, I. Well, so you you were looking at it through a different lens. I think uh, Marvel fans maybe were a little bit more like rose colored glasses.
1: Well, well, to the... To, to the to be the uh, opposite of that. I I did enjoy Age of Ultron though, and I enjoyed Endgame Game and. Uh what's other infinity one? war infinity war so it, it's just something about that particular movie i i don't know if it's a writing because the writing in that movie was not the greatest it was all one-liners and just it was pieced together terribly in my opinion i'm a big josh Whedon fan or we hell you say or heck you say his last name uh but he some big buffy angel fan and firefly i love his work but cinematically i don't i don't think he's good at what he does. And I'm pretty sure that Justice League can be an example of that. Then that movie was not the greatest. And I'm looking forward to the Snyder Cut to fix Joss's mistakes. Mm-hmm.
0: We are getting a little off topic. Yeah, that's so true. I'm going to get the train back on the tracks. I, I love the conversation on it. And, and we can break down the films uh, you know, on, on another pod. But I want to make sure that we finish up our last couple uh, I would be willing to bet that you know who my last two are. You just maybe don't know the order because there are a couple of heavy, heavy hitters in the Marvel universe that have not hit the list yet. So they're there. I,
1: I I'm pretty sure I know your top two are Wolverine and Spider Man. They are.
0: <laughs> and Spider Man's first in that order. Okay. <laughs> uh, number two for me is Wolverine. Um, just, I mean, there's so much to like about Wolverine. The the story about how the adamantium was put into him and his kind of grizzled demeanor and like loner persona, but then the depth of his character to kind of open himself up to certain characters in the Marvel universe to, to to help to be like a father figure or, or whatnot. And then, I mean the ultimate culmination in the movie, Logan, uh, there's, there's a lot, a lot to like about Wolverine. Um, also, just the visual of his character is is amazing.
1: Yeah, interesting fact about him that a lot of people don't know. Casual fans do not know. His claws are not part of his powers. It's part of what they did to him. Because his claws... He did have claws, but they were wooden... Or not wooden, I mean uh, bone claws. Correct. And then... Them. the metal is part of the surgery he had and has nothing to do with his abilities it's an enhancement yeah his the only reason he survived that is because of his healing abilities yeah people don't realize that but yeah interesting fact about that but since, then,
0: I'll go ahead and wrap up mine because I, yeah, already, I was just about to say I already <laughs> revealed one number one for me is is spider-man um and if if I had to pick a version I would go with the Peter Parker version uh, I also love the miles Morales spider-man. I like the multiverse aspect of it, and I, I love that uh, they're, they're going to be diving into that a little bit more, it sounds like, with uh, the, the upcoming Spider-Man movie. Um, yeah, I, the the entire Spider-Man world, I, I love a lot of the the villains in it, uh, the side characters. Um, Gwen Stacy's a really interesting character in there. Uh, the Osborne family. Venom. Venom. I love Venom um uh, so yeah just just everything about it spider-man 1 for me
1: yeah spider-man like that is probably the perfect embodiment of if you wanted to tell somebody like if they're like well what is a superhero comic what is a superhero villain what what is the the crises look like in a in a superhero comic you give them a spider-man comic and they know everything they need to know right there because spider-man is just perfect it's fleshed out well it's just an amazing series. Not to mention it franchised many movies. I love Tobey Maguire. I love the Andrew Garfield movie, first Andrew Garfield movie. First the second good. one was terrible. Eek. And then maybe uh,
0: maybe worse than uh, Green Lantern. Actually, the second Amazing Spider Man probably well, worse. Well, honestly,
1: if we had a top ten worst superhero movie this that that was would have been my number one because i was already thinking about that right Friends. so so if we do that this in the future and that's not my number one you all can call me a liar <laughs> so, so so let's go to my number one then another one tim probably he might know if he's seen the keanu reeves keanu reeves movie but that's not john constantine john constantine is a british guy chain-smoking foul-mouthed exorcist demonologist and master of the dark arts He's the type of guy that would sacrifice his best friend to get what he wants, but he'd still save the day. He'd just lose all his friends in the process, which he usually does, but there's just a charm to John that you don't see often in in the comic book world. He started off in the Pages of Swamp thing. Then he got his own series called Hellblazer, which ran 300 issues. If you don't know John and you don't want to read that many issues, I suggest you read the comic books injustice year three which is a spin-off of the video game series which is I i don't know if you played those games but it's pretty much batman or superman kills joker or Lex, one of the two i think it was joker and then batman doesn't like it and there's two just two factions superman's evil batman's good and they just all the heroes divide between the two factions and they fight but john constantine weasels himself in there because there's something he wants and he helps batman it's a great series I suggest reading that, or Batman Damned, or the graphic novel of Hellblazer called All His Engines. And, of course, the TV series starring Matt Ryan is really, really good. So
0: So that was yeah. your number one. Did we skip your two? Because I think I I did my two, then one right away.
1: I know Green Lantern was my number two. Oh, recently. okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, oh. we didn't skip them. Okay. So uh, sure they all got in there. Yeah, uh, we we got we
0: got them all. So uh, just for the, a quick recap, we went one by one. I I'll go my ten to one, and then you read your ten to one. Just yep. just names. We don't have to yep. do anymore. We already did the deep dive. So ten, ten for me. Black Panther. Nine is Doctor Strange. Eight Deadpool. Seven Iron Man. Six Captain America. Five Incredible Hulk. Four Punisher. Three Thor. Two Wolverine. And number one Spider Man. All right,
1: ten for DC Booster Gold. Nine Nightwing, eight Zatanna, seven Warshack, six Green Arrow, five and four interchangeable Batman and Superman. Number three Swamp Thing, number two Green Lantern, number one John Constantine. So as you always, we're going to end this with a quote of the day. We're going to keep this in the comic book world today. This is a quote from Alan Moore and Watchmen. So you've never heard this one since you never read Watchmen. Heard joke once. Man goes to doctor says he's depressed, says life seems harsh and cruel, says he feels all alone in a threatening world where what lies ahead is vague and uncertain. Doctor says treatment is simple. Great great clown Pagliacci is in town tonight. Go and see him. That should pick you up. Man bursts into tears, says, but doctor, I am Pagliacci.